So maybe you're a couple doing business together, or you're thinking of starting to do business together as a couple. You will love today's show. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. So thank you and welcome for this episode of Thrive 1110. My, no- my name is Bold Care your host. And today we're talking about doing business as a couple. I told you last week that I'm having my very first guest on this show. It's a strong couple, a powerful couple, a couple that is very experienced <laughs> that you have probably most likely already heard. And I want to welcome today my beloved guests, Dave and Reb. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Wow. That was quite an introduction. I don't know if I've ever been called a powerful couple before. That's great. Well, I, I can attest to that. You are a powerful woman. So. Oh, thank you it's very much for, uh, for accepting uh, the invitation and on being here on Thrive 1110. First, why, why don't you um, just um, give a quick introduction to, mm-hmm. to the audience today as to what you're doing, who, like who you are and what you're doing. Okay, well, thank you. First guest, that's an honor. So first, uh, let me say that. Thank you for, for inviting us on. Um, Reb and I have been, um, I would say I pulled you into our ministry slash business uh, a few years ago, but I've been doing more than enough financial for the last 15 years um, and really feel that it's a calling to just walk alongside the everyday couple, the everyday family in their personal finances, helping them to just be aware of where the money's coming from, where the money's going, and transitioning, um, and, and just making wise decisions around that. So we have a, a mortgage de- department, we have a tax department, we have, uh, of course, our, our main goal is a coaching department where we've got coaches that are available to help walk alongside. And we, uh, our model is very much the discipleship model. We are here for the long haul to just say, hey, we want to walk beside you as you navigate this world that we're all living in. And Reb, you want to add anything to that? Well, I'm going to correct him right off the bat because it's 13 years. You started in 2008. Okay. See, this it is how it seems like 50. Okay, years. seems like 30. What are you talking about? Yeah. Anyway, we've been married for 30 years. We have five kids. Seems like three years. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone by really fast. I don't know if you're gonna. We'll need counseling after this session today, Dave. I'm just kidding. We've been married 30 years. It only gets better and better. We have five beautiful kids. Our oldest is married and will be 25, and our youngest is 10. And I'm actually part time homeschooling her at home uh, wow. in in the midst of all the COVID stuff. So wow, wow, yeah. wow. Thank you, thank you for for this introduction. <laughs> I want to say, uh, Dave and Reb didn't mention, but they they have a show. yes we do forgot to mention the podcast (laughs) they have a show here on chri if you're listening on chri and it's called let's talk money with dave and reb yes why don't you just tell us and and maybe before i i'll let you tell us about a bit more about let's talk money the show this show that you're listening uh thrive 11 10 it was actually inspired when i've listened that specific episode on that day and uh so now it wow. may be a surprise to you because i never yeah, told you, you that, never told <laughs> us that. Yeah. wow that's amazing but god actually really confirmed that this show was to happen 
as I listened to your show, wow. Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. So oh. why don't you tell us a bit more what Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. Uh, well, uh, you know, the title really says it all. Yeah. Reb and I, every week, just sit down and, and we have a conversation with each other. We have conversations with our guests. And, and of course, uh, we really feel like we have conversations with the listeners, uh, even though they're not in the studio with us. But we just we just really touch on the conversations that um, we feel are important for couples and families and and people that are handling money. That uh, a safe place for them to say, "Hey, yeah, I didn't think about that." So, and we talk about the heart issues really. And as followers of Christ, we we tie. If you, I mean, people know us. We tie the practical parts of cash flow management with the heart issues of of stewardship really of of um relationship with the lord I, one of the things that you'll hear me talk about all the time is is just develop your relationship with god mm. you know in intimacy and uh he'll guide you even even in your finances yeah. man i mean thank you very much so so yeah so let's dive let's dive into today's subject mm-hmm. That's doing business as a couple. <laughs> and it's been 13 to 15 years. So no, we're, 14. Going with 13. we're going with 13. <laughs> so, so why don't you tell us actually how you came to that decision to, mm. to actually do business as a couple, business ministry as a couple? How did it? How I, did I'm going to answer that because yeah. I used to say when before we started more than enough and entered the financial world, um, Dave was an automotive tech and worked in a family business, and I always said I could never work with Dave. I could never mm-hmm. run a company with Dave. I just the the conflict in other co- couples we saw, and not necessarily in in our own in the family business, but in in other places, you'd walk in and you'd see conflict between the couple, and they're trying to do their business, and you could see the conflict. And I just thought. This is not a stress I want in my marriage. So David started more than enough um, at the following of the Lord in the coaching department. And then he partnered with Lynn in mortgages. And then Lynn sold us the business in 2014, that, that December. And um, we started the podcast and I'd work a day or two. And um, I've never been involved in the mortgage piece but um, then we lost an employee, um, not lot, like he didn't die, but he left mm-hmm. due to illness in 2018. And financially, we couldn't afford to hire someone. It was, it was a lean year. And I said, I'm going to come. So we put our youngest daughter in school and I sat in the front seat. And wow. it wasn't like uh, we are going to run. We were running the business together. Even though I was at home, I would say, um, I was a partner with him, but I never felt fully partnered until I sat in the seat and saw all the pieces of what more than enough was. It wasn't until then I had the confidence to say, yeah, we own, even though on paper we owned it together, that we were doing this together. So, 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 so maybe, maybe Dave, tell us, so when, when this happened and, and Reb started uh, actually being more involved, mm-hmm. um, what are the types of discussions that you had to have? Maybe, I don't know, maybe yeah. you had to discuss about, okay, this is, thing, this is how things are going to work. This is what you will do. This is what mm-hmm. I will do. This is my vision. What, yeah. Tell us more about that. So, I mean, 
to, to back up, you know, we, we'd structured everything to be involving in Rev. So when we bought the business, we bought the business together, every, all the documentation. So, you know, in, on paper, she was fully involved and, and, and fully, um, you know, partnered. But, you know, in the reality is she's at home taking care of our kids. And so when she actually started to spend time in the business, then, um, you know, I don't even really know. It was born out of necessity. It was really just born out of a, okay, so how are we going to, the real question was, is how are we going to navigate this where we need a person sitting in this position? Mm-hmm. We can't really afford it. She's cheap labor. Uh, <laughs> but, but we also knew, and, and I, I say that tug and cheap, but yeah. we also knew that there was, we were moving towards a season where Reb would become more and more involved. And I can honestly say I had some ideas and some, some inklings mm-hmm. and some things in my head. I had uh, mm-hmm. maybe the vision in my head, but I didn't really share that with Reb. Uh, and I really, even he did, as she, He didn't like me sitting in the seat I was because I wasn't there in my giftedness and calling. Mm-hmm. I was there at a necessity, but... What that did do, so to speak to any of your listeners who are interested, sometimes you sit in those places because you need to, but it also brought me a great education. Mm -hmm. I saw the holes in the processing of our coaching clients, like how the intake, how do we service them? Are we connecting with them? How are the coaches being taken care of? Do they have what they need? And there are some gaps that Dave, because he's so full on in the mortgage piece, um, he can't do everything. So that was really helpful. But all along, he said, I want you, I want you, I want you writing. I want you doing the teaching. I want you doing the training. So I do way more of that now, but I'm still involved in the coaching piece. I still connect with clients. I still care for our coaches. Like it's kind of a pastoral role. That's why what we do at More Than Enough is pastoral and, and, and um, ministry and business. But I will say one of the conversations we had to have was what do we do with Serena? Mm. Like, what are we going to do with our home life? Like we've got to drive. They don't have their licenses yet. Like mm. they've got dance. They've got like, how are we running this? And it, it was a pretty intense uh, up until we came home for COVID mm-hmm. and realized we could do business a little differently from home. Um, it was pretty intense. Like, cause we were gone a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So lots, lots of, I mean, uh, those are the kinds of conversations. Of conversations. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for me, it was, it was a lot of patience. It was, you know, like I knew that Rebecca wasn't in the right seat, but we didn't have anybody else. She would, she, she, she said, okay, I'm going to just go do that. And, and that's, you know, for me, that's wonderful. Cause it was like, okay, we, and, and, you know, in a sense, as quickly as we could and, and God is so faithful in that, the, I mean, we prayed about it. We thought about it. We talked about it. And, and then in God's timing, he brought the right person to fill the seat that Rebecca was in and, and Rebecca was able to transition. And, you know, again, in his perfect timing, uh, really. It, it seems like it was like, it, it was really something that, that did good uh, to the, to the business. Mm-hmm. As, as Rebecca was, was saying, the fact that she was there, she was able to really see how things were mm-hmm. working and learn and actually see the deficiencies mm-hmm. in uh, yep. the business and, uh, and, 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 come up with suggestions mm-hmm. and, and things to, to make things uh, work better. So w- would you say that having this sense of organization and running things well uh, uh, really helped in this 
I I would say it was helpful. I overall, you may you may think of it differently, right? Because as a couple, we do think differently. We have do different ideas, different. Um, for me personally, I think it was invaluable. It was a very stressful time, and our kids came to us after and said, once we were home from COVID, like when we were home and we couldn't go anywhere, it was the best thing for our family because it brought us home, and the kids couldn't go anywhere. And they said, you know, we couldn't tell you, mom and dad, but. We didn't see you enough. But from their end, they also said, well, we would have had to given up some of our stuff if we asked you to give up some of your stuff. We didn't. So, you know, God's hand um, of, of blessing and guidance was has been through it all. Um, but it w- has been hard. Like, I don't want anyone to think that this is easy. I think it's been the best thing for our marriage. Um, and and I, also, would, I would say just some of that was patience. You know, some of that was like, we kind of knew that, Things needed to change, but but we also we in didn't a know sense, how to change. Gave it. each other grace to yeah. to hear each other to go. You know, I agree. This is not. Um, you know, this is. I mean, we had one conversation where at, early on Rebecca was juggling the. I when do I be at work and and how do I homeschool Serena, our youngest, and and how do we do that? And, and we came to the conclusion that okay. you really can't do both. Mm. So at that point, it was Rebecca. You decide. Uh, which one do you feel like you, the Lord's saying to do now? Um, because then we'll send Serena to school, or uh, we'll uh, will and, and you won't be. We'll find a replacement for you at work, whatever that looks like. God is faithful in that. Or you're going to be more involved in the business, and and we're going to trust that school is what the Lord has for Serena. And so, in a lot of ways, um, just being unified and making that decision, and, and then and praying and seeking the Lord together and um, being humble before each other, trying to communicate as best we could and being willing to change because just because I was there in 2018 didn't mean it was going to be for 10 years, mm-hmm. right? It's, mm-hmm. it's having, as a business person, you have to have some flexibility in your thinking. And especially we've all experienced that in the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Like we have had to be very adaptable. So now Serena's older so she can do some work independently, but I'm we we're going to manage it a different and, way. And of course, we've changed Reb's role. Now we actually have the ability. Again, we've replaced that position where Reb was in, where we've now moved her to a position where she has more flexibility in her time, so she can spend the time homeschooling Serena and actually do the work that that she's in, involved in now in the business. Um, and and the, now that's doable, whereas in 2018 it wasn't. There was a choice there. Reb, you said something a little bit earlier. You said you said it it, it really did good to your marriage. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like you to talk a bit more about that. That the fact that you came to work at the same place for that period of time really did good to your marriage. Because I can't help but think, I like I'm thinking about this. Normal people working together. There, there are going to be some 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 disagreements. Some mm-hmm. no, this is not right. This is not exactly how I, how I want things done. Sorry, how I, how I want things done, etc. How did you handle all of these things, and and made sure it didn't impact your couple to the point where it actually helped your couple, helped your marriage. You know, we've been thinking about that and talking about that. Do you want to speak to that? Or I, I, I really. Ladies first. I really, yeah. <laughs> I really, I, I'm quite passionate and I don't let him get away with it much, as you could tell by my reference to 13 years. But um, uh, I would say 
that I saw him. I like, I love being with him. We love being together. And um, I have had spent a lot of years during the day apart from him. When he worked at the, as an automotive tech, he was gone 12 hours a day. That's a lot. He's a hard worker. Um, and it, that part was really helpful. We communicate and have the same goals. Um, we want to serve the Lord. Um, I have had to learn um, when he is stressed and frustrated, maybe not to mention certain things. Mm. It's when when things have calmed down, it's not an issue anymore, that the frustration has passed. Then I'll say, when this happened this week, I felt like this. And I... And I, I don't do technology the way he does. I don't do things fast. And he's always about efficiency. Well, you don't have to do it that way. And he has had to learn. She's going to do it a bit slower, but she's going to do it her way. And that's hard. I, it seems like it's a hard thing for you. Is that mm. a hard thing for you? No, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Let's just say it, it's something that I that I'm that I'm learning, right? Like, and it's not just you, but I'm learning and that. Um, you know, I, I think one of the main verses and, and I don't know if this is the last five years or, or how long, but, you know, learning to appreciate the, the biblical picture of we are all one body and that, you know, I'm a, I'm a hand and you're an ear and, and, and all of those things, but, but actually learning to appreciate that the, the differences are necessary. So, you know, if, if Reb has challenges with technology, she actually comes and asks me, right? Which is great. But when she's navigating the technology, then I have to learn to just appreciate that. Okay, she's going to navigate it the way that she navigates it and gets there, and 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 I have to be, in a sense, stick that somewhere else. My whether it turns into frustration or something like that. I I just say, no, I'm going to appreciate that the. That Reb is like this, um, and and that's been a real learning in the sense of my relationships across the board is to go okay. Not only do I acknowledge that there's differences, which is okay, that's a good start. But the Lord's been really talking to me about appreciating and actually enjoying the differences and being able to celebrate those differences in Reb and in the people around me. And I'm just going to throw one more thing in uh, for people who are doing this: get people praying for you. Mm-hmm. Get some trusted people. Because I will say that we have a very good friend who prays regularly for us. And even before the recording of the show, he prayed for our marriage. That anything we talk about, even this morning, wouldn't be used by the enemy to cause us division. Those are the kind of people we have around us. And I would highly, if you're thinking about it, get, get two or three people who you know love to pray that you can be honest with about your life. And just and say sometimes you just it's it's been a rough week for Dave and I. Can you just pray for us? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to give details all the time. Mm-hmm. It's that's been a really important piece to what to our journey the last thirteen. But years. to go back to your question, uh, Bold is, is just you know one of the things that's actually brought us closer together in our marriage is 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 it goes back to the calling. Um, you know originally. Um, I absolutely know that God called me to the to the ministry and the work of more than enough. Uh, Reb was the the calling for her was different. It manifested difference, and so that difference, um, you know, for a number of years wasn't really involved in the sense, but certainly was my sounding board. Certainly was was uh, we both were called, but it looked different, mm-hmm. and it still looks different, mm-hmm. even though she's more involved, and so. 
I think there's that unity of we were together when I exited the, the automotive industry and we were together as we went through this space where we didn't know what the next step was and that was our journey. And then as we started more than enough, certainly that was, you know, I was spending all the time, but we were still together in the calling of that. And so that, that you know, when, you, when two walk together down a road, then we're just walking together. And I never really felt like that, that unity just got better and better because we experienced things together and we did things and we prayed together and we were prayed for together and, and all of those things uh, that when you travel down the road happen, but we did them together and it just makes it richer for both of us. And it, it, it reminds me of this passage in Amos 3, I think Amos 3, 3, it says, can two walk together mm -hmm. unless they, they, they agree. Mm -hmm. So Thomsi, I have this curiosity. Okay, you're working together. Together you're dealing with other people mm -hmm. that maybe Dave, you used to deal with before Reb came on board. You used to see some flaws. You used to maybe be frustrated with this and that. The fact that Reb came on board and maybe did some of some things that frustrated you or you didn't like, but it's your wife. Mm -hmm. <laughs> did it? <laughs> did it soften your heart or did it help you see the mistakes of other people differently? Mm. Like take it different or, or already you were very understanding and, 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 and graceful with, with people when they were not up to your expectations. Well, I mean, that's a huge question. I mean, I, I can say that Rebecca does, uh, you know, the, the conversation still happened, you know, in the sense of, even though I'm in, in, in the forefront of, of doing the business, the conversations come home. And, and, and this is a part that Reb and I, and I 100% I appreciate and honor that she is different. And so I would say, well, this is this, this happening. And she would go, and this is how you need to think about that. Uh, both for good and bad. Sometimes she's a little frustrated with my lack of movement. Um, yeah, that is know, a, one of the biggest things. She's like, you need to deal with this now, now, now. And, and that means <laughs> I take that as the kick in the pants. Okay. I do actually need to make that phone call. Or I That's the hardest thing that we go through is his, he is slow moving and I'm like, deal with this now because it, and I need to, I sometimes, and this is a right or wrong thing. Sometimes his choice to be slow has been good, but sometimes it has caused more trouble. But I, I, he gives me so much grace in my flawed areas. Who am I not to give him grace? Um, when I, when I see, I'm like, but he, he is, he's, as we walk together more years, he, he is more quickly to say, oh, if you're hearing this, like we had to make a decision about a bill that someone hadn't paid. And I said, we need to let it go. And he, he was a bit like, oh, we're going to go to the line on it. Mm. And I'm like. I, I feel before the Lord that we shouldn't, and he, it, he hasn't brought it up since we let it go and it's done. And, yeah, and you know, in some of those journeys, that's, that's, again, that's just, you know, hearing the Lord and going, um, you know, in that particular situation, I was, I was pretty, pretty dogmatic, um, about, you know, this is the right in quotes, the right thing to do. And uh, when it came down to it, what was the God thing to do? And that's what Reb challenged me on. And then I had to 
percolate that and work through that. And and that's a, a great example of just, mm-hmm. you know, uh, giving each other the space and mm-hmm. the grace on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, to, to be able to do that and always mm-hmm. listening to each other. I mean, we, we've pretty often committed to, um, you know, remind pretty often reminded each other that, you know, we don't want to talk about this or this isn't the time to talk about. We give each other grace. And I think that's one of the, the big things that we really, we do well as is, you know, if Reb says, I can't talk about it now, then, then I don't talk about it. Right. And mm-hmm. we figure out a time. Or if I say, you know, this is a time where we're just going to have us time, then that, then we just honor that. And the same with the kids. We try and do that with the kids and they challenge us and say, stop talking about work and talk about other things. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, so, so I, I, I think that those are some things. That's uh that's uh that it's, it's so precious. Bold. Let's get practical. Now, for the people listening, mm-hmm. what you're saying is so rich that I'd like you to to uh, to give a few practical things. It, it you already said it, but I really want you to to sum it up for them. Well, we came up uh, with a couple of ideas, yeah. and we've already said a bunch of things. But one is to, com- to com- communicate, mm. and um, don't communicate when you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired. <laughs> halt! Don't do that. Um, uh, but communicate, communicate through emails if you have to. If it's too toxic, or the subject is too hard, or you leave it and build on your relationship. So that's really important. There's a lot in what I just said there. Um, Number two, uh, we just we have a kind of a core principle in in Corinthians thirteen is it, I could be you know saving the world, but if I'm not loving my wife, mm-hmm. if I'm not loving my kids, if it's not love, then 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 what is it? And there's no profit in it. So Corinthians thirteen has kept me pretty solid in in focused on hey, uh, are we loving the people that God has given us to love? And 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 that 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 makes me think of. Okay, so we have to be mindful of what love means, mm-hmm. uh, how how the other, how the spouse views love, how they mm-hmm. feel loved, mm-hmm. so that we're not just um, in this idea of okay, I need to love my spouse, but really it doesn't resonate uh, mm-hmm. the same way mm-hmm. with uh, with that spouse. Yeah. That's, that's and just right. reminding yourself constantly that the relationship is worth more than the other stuff. And the last one we had was for me, we had a, for a season, a trusted friend for both of us that if I felt he was shutting me out or shutting me down or carrying too much stress and worry, I could feel it. Mm. I could see it, but he wasn't talking to me about it. I didn't do it often, but I'd call him. And I 911 friend. It was a night. He was our 911. And I'd say, there's things going on with Dave. Can you please call? And sometimes he had the conversation with both of us together. Sometimes he just talked to Dave or he'd, it wasn't as much, um, you didn't, I don't know if you had that friend for me, but I had it for him and I'd highly recommend a super trusted friend that you can go to with your raw, honest stuff for your marriage. um, For your life. For your life. And that we had that in a season. I haven't had to call him in a long time. Wow, wow. Thank you very much, Dave and Reb. It's in your hands. We'll support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. We are almost out of time here today, but this is so rich. 
Dave and Reb, you'll have to come back. That's for sure. Uh, please say yes right now while you're on the show so yes, that we have witnesses. Yes, yes, yes. She's going by herself. <laughs> no way. Before we end, can you just remind our listeners how to get in touch with you if they need help in any way with what you're doing. Yeah, the easiest way is just morethanenough.ca. Go to the website. There's lots of ways to contact. You get full on what we do. So morethanenough.ca is the so best morethanenough.ca. And you can also listen to Let's Talk Money with Dave and Reb. That's every Friday mm. at 9 a.m. Yes. on CHRI. And you can find it on the podcast as well. Yeah. So folks, we are at the end of today's show. This is Bold Kere. I'm your host. And you've been listening to Thrive 1110. See you or talk to you next week again. Bye-bye. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates. Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.